you write the right book at the wrong time. It gets you mentioned in Entrepreneur Magazine as one of the top books for women entrepreneurs, yet it also sends you down a path to losing it all. I'm excited to introduce Christine Closer, who came out the other side and will speak today about her journey to becoming one of the top experts to help you get your book done. Welcome to our show. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. I'm very excited today to have a, a friend of mine appearing on the show. Her name is Christine Closer. And she has a company that helps people get their books done. Um, I've been quite uh, looking forward to having Christine on the show. Um, many of you maybe have heard of Christine. Certainly, you're going to be wanting to talk to her more after the show today. And so without further ado, I'd like to welcome Christine to the show. Christine, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. I'm here with you in your community. So how could I not be great? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really glad to have you here. Certainly, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of the folks that I end up working with are um, earlier stage entrepreneurs. They are quite often wanting to write that book that they know is deep within them. And so that's kind of the a big reason why I wanted to have you on the show. Tell me more about that kind of person and, and, and what your relationship is to that idea. To the idea of the person who's... I just want to make sure I'm answering the, the exact yeah, question yeah. that you're asking me. For sure. Well, I think that a lot of folks want to write that big book. Yeah. And they kind of come at it and they, how does it fit into their business? How, wh what do you usually suggest to people when they're thinking about writing a book? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, especially for the business owner, if you feel like you have this niggling, this, this nudge, this idea, this feeling that you're supposed to write a book, um, chances are you got to trust that that nudge that is telling you to write, that desire to write and share, share your, you know, your vision, your mission, your wisdom, your stories, your knowledge, your know-how, um, your inspiration, all of that on that book. Uh, but people can get really confused sometimes around how does a book fit with a business. So before you get into writing the book, you really need to get clear for yourself you know, what, why, why do I want to write a book? Like I talk about the three big whys. Um, That's one of the lessons in my Get Your Book Done program. And the three big whys are, you know, why this book? You know, like, why do you want to write this book? What's, what's the big deal about it? How is it going to, you know, make a difference? Why are you the best author to write that book? Like, you really got to, you know, dig in there and, you know, don't be afraid to brag about why you're the person to write this book. And then the third why to ask, your, ask yourself is why now? Like, if you're hearing this, if you're tuned into the podcast today with, with Duff and I, you know, I have to believe that there is a 
there's something larger at work that perhaps is put in this podcast on your radar because now is the time for your book. So get clear on like, why now? Has it just been that you've been waiting around too long, thinking about it for a decade and not doing anything about it? Um, is there a demand that's increasing? Is there a need that you see? And some of these things will just help you. And we'll talk later about another um, a tool that I'll share that really helps you go even deeper into clarifying. But you can't just sit down and start writing. You need foundation first. You wouldn't build a house without any foundation underneath it because it would just fall down. So please uh, build foundation under your book first. Don't just start writing. Fantastic. Yeah, and I've read one of your books and um, I loved it. And I think that uh, it, you've had also kind of, uh, we were talking offline and your journey into doing this kind of work is something that I think people would find really interesting. And um, I know it, uh, way back in, I think it was 91, you said you you were doing something completely different, but it led you down this path to being seen as this expert around helping people get their books done. So tell me more about uh, that journey of yours. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, you want me to go back to like the beginning of my journey in business and sort of like the short version of how I ended up where I am? Yeah, why not? For sure. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, well, my business began um, in a hot tub in California where I used to live in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's always the best um, for a business to start. Yeah, right? Like, because I, I mean, I didn't know a single entrepreneur. Um, my family was all about go to college, get a degree get a job that demands that you wear pantyhose and pumps and a suit and all that stuff. And by, by all means, like, you know, you got to have good benefits. Like that was what I knew. I didn't know entrepreneurship. So when I found myself after college, like landing in California, um, really on, on a whim, I had no plan. I just hopped in a car with a couple of girlfriends that I got enrolled in going with me. I'm right. in mean, landed in California. It was there that, you know, one day a friend was like, hey, one of my friends is having a little afternoon barbecue. Want to go? I said, sure. So in the jacuzzi, right. I'm talking with this guy who was explaining to me how he had this business helping people work out. And I was like, well, I've been a, you know, fitness instructor my whole life. And well, not my whole life, but as soon as I could start teaching fitness classes and aerobics with, you know, pink leg warmers on cement with a little carpet over it. Like that's right. back when I started in the fitness industry. <laughs> right. And I was already teaching aerobics in LA and he's like, oh yeah, you know, this fitness training thing, you know, this personal trainer, you know, world is pretty awesome. And he happened to work for the woman who ran the training at the gym that I was at. So I went to her and like, hey, you know, such and so told me to talk with you about personal training. And I ended up starting a personal training business, which I loved. It was a home-based business. I drove around LA, worked with phenomenal clients and never had to market myself like life was easy. At the time, I was also a competitive uh, country western and swing dancer. So I would like go out and dance all night and, you know, see my clients during the day. Like, I got a really flipping good life. It was nice. totally fun. Nice. Um, until I discovered, well, it continued to be fun as I discovered yoga and started teaching yoga at um, one of the, you know, the hot, um, not hot as in 180 degree yoga studios, but like one of the very trendy <laughs> yoga studios where a client of mine asked me if I would be willing to start up um, a business in his building that he owned, where his yep. law offices were, and because he, he had built out a yoga studio and a training gym, okay. but he had, it was just empty. Nothing was in there. He's like, okay. I'd rather just come downstairs to do yoga than have to drive to the studio. 
So, I, you know, Duff, I don't know, you, you know me kind of well, but I like, yeah. I'm always one to say, yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure. Didn't think about how much my life would have changed when I went from driving around LA and, you know, working maybe 20 hours a week, making good money to working brick and mortar. And sometimes teaching as many as 40 classes a week wow. myself between private clients and group, group classes. It was, wow. it was a little bit insane. Yeah. And I honestly didn't know how people did this entrepreneurship thing because that kind of entrepreneurship and business ownership was way different than just drive around in my car with my, you know, weights and my bands and all my equipment right. in the trunk. Yeah. Um, so I decided that if I'm going to survive, I've got to meet with other women entrepreneurs because I didn't know any. So I scoured LA for a group where I could go and just, you know, be authentic and honest and real about where I was at and how I was struggling and, you know, get their feedback and advice and, you know, just encouragement that I could do this and I shouldn't quit. Right. Um, but believe it or not, like that kind of organization did not exist in LA. Hmm. There were a lot of women's network groups, but not one um, where I felt like I could just, you know, let down my hair and be real about how hmm. much I was struggling. So I got a couple girlfriends together over dinner and shared this vision of this place where women entrepreneurs could come and gather and, you know, be real with each other. Mm-hmm. And without any marketing, that little group of four friends grew into over 500 members in monthly meetings and hotel ballrooms. Oh. And it was while I was running this group that my husband decided he wanted to write a book okay. called Stepping Up to the Plate. And he interviewed over 300 Major League Baseball players about their life lessons. And while he was out, you know, traveling all around, you know, interviewing all these players, like living his fantasy, I was at home trying to figure out how to publish the dang book because, like, neither one of us knew how to publish a book. Um, And I learned so much that I went to my women's group. I said, hey, listen, I'm publishing my husband's book. If we want to do a book like Chicken Soup for the Soul, like, you can all pitch in a chapter. You can all contribute to what it's going to cost. And, like, let's check this published author thing off our list. Yeah. So I did in 2004. I thought I checked it off my list. And uh, 15, 16 years later, practically, I'm you know, continuing to help people write and publish transformational books. So it has been quite a journey, Duff. Oh my gosh. Do you know what I love about that is I, and, and I, I think you're going to agree with me on this, uh, is that um, I call it the Winnie the Pooh thing effect where people go and there's a scene in Winnie the Pooh where he sits on his log and he starts sort of bumping the side of his head and he's like, think, 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 think. And what I, what I love about that story is that you just kind of recognize that you wanted to shift things around and you just moved forward. You just started moving forward. You accessed the power of community. And I, I'm, I'm imagining that you had no sense as you started to make that shift where you were going to end up. Certainly, um, when you formed that women's group, you had no idea where that would take you. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, never could have imagined that I would have, you know, written a book. And because it was kind of like the book thing wasn't my focus. Yeah. Um, but people just kept demanding more and more like that first book that I published, it was actually um, reviewed in the print edition of entrepreneur magazine, June, 2005 as one of the top books for women entrepreneurs to read that summer. Like it was a summer's best bets for women wow. and my like one of five book. I mean, then my first ever book. So after that happened, 
you know, all the other whatever hundreds of members were like, well, wait a second, when's the next one? When's the next one? And I was like, what do you mean? you like, I'm not really doing the next one. And then I realized, you know, I did want, and I, well, actually I think it was like a need. I just, I wanted to serve them and help them, you know, have the great transformations that all of the authors in the first book had. So I did another one, did another one. Um, and then they started knocking on my door saying, well, you know, you made me feel like I could write. You helped me believe I could do this. And now that I'm a published author of this chapter in a book, I want to write my own book. Wonderful. And they, they basically, for two years, I said, I don't help people write their own books because I don't know how to do that. I can help you write a chapter. Right. Um, but they, they literally just demanded it that I ended up creating my Get Your Book Done program, mm -hmm. figuring out how to help people write books um, and still teaching it, you know, 12, 13 years later. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love when you said the word belief. I'm sure that's a big part of uh, what you help people push through. Uh, when you're working with them one-on-one. -on -one. And you were telling me a little bit offline about how you approach your craft. Uh, maybe just tell us a little bit more about, so your program is called Get Your Book Done. That's yes. kind of, yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Oh my goodness. Well, um, Get Your Book Done, what it is today is a little bit different than it was when I first launched it in 2007, I right. think, is when I had my first batch of clients come in. Because I've, I've learned a lot. I actually wrote the wrong book. I'm using my own program, right book, wrong time. Sure. Um, and it led me down a really, you know, difficult, uh, quite challenging path that uh, led to some very dark days where I, you know, wasn't sure I could continue ever again in this, this business world. <laughs> right. um, but you can see I made it through the, that dark time and my Get Your Book Done program is really shaped by that most essentially where I start people um, is in laying a foundation for your book's success. And the core thing I teach there is a tool that I'm, I'll be happy to share with all of you for free called the Transformation Quadrant. So we kind of like the first part of the program is really about building foundation, you know, how to hone your message so that it helps get your book noticed. I teach people, you know, just overall broad stroke sort of marketing essentials because too many people just start writing and don't, aren't thinking about the marketing components. They just want to be an author. But if you want to be an author with a book that's read, you also, in your mind, have to think of yourself as a marketer if you don't already. Um, you know, I help people with how to protect their intellectual property, the kind of research they need to do, and the kind of research they no, don't need to do. Because, you know, Duff, there are some authors out there that they're, oh, well, I'm researching. I'm researching for my book. Right. And, you know, a decade later, they're still doing researching when they really don't even need to be doing that research in the first place. So I help people understand, you know, that distinction. Right. And then, of course, we guide them through how to outline and organize all other content, you know, how to actually write and determine what kind of writing style they have. So they're not fighting against their natural way of writing, but really working with it to make progress instead of beating themselves up thinking it's supposed to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, and then the program just guides them all the way through, um, right to helping them understand all the different um, ways of publishing. There's a lot of different publishing paths nowadays, like three core paths. And some people, you know, they can write, but then they're so confused about how do I get published that their writing sits in their computer gathering cyber dust because they've heard horror stories. And so we guide them through all of that, help them kind of put it all together, how to work with editors, um, 
-hmm. everything right up until they're ready to, you know, release that book and send it off for publishing. So that's what's covered in the Get Your Book Done program. That's fantastic. I was, Quite I felt thorough. like I wanted, yeah, I, I felt like I wanted to jump up and say, hmm, that sounds like me at a certain point. <laughs> you know? I think we've all done that. I love the word cyber dust. I'm looking around my, my hard drive going like, I think there's some cyber dust I got to clean out. Um, uh, yeah, it's sad. You know, it's, it's sad because like I've met this client, Dr. Nikki Elliott. Mm -hmm. And when I met her, she had a finished edited book sitting in her hard drive for three years. Wow. Just because she didn't, know, she didn't really know what to do. She wasn't confident that she, you know, would make the right decision for her to really bring this book to life. And, you know, within six months of meeting her, it's like, you know, she got her help. We, we published her book. We published her second book. And within a month of her first book being out called The Intuitive Mother, you know, she got a letter from a reader thanking her for literally saving her life. Like this woman was contemplating, she was suffering severely from postpartum depression and she was contemplating exiting with, you know, a young newborn child at home. And this wow. book kept, kept that woman alive and believing and got her the help she needed to stick around and be the mom for that kid. But that, that book, and, you know, some of you right now are thinking, man, you know, do I have a book in my hard drive or maybe just in the hard drive of your heart, not yet out on right. paper mm -hmm. that has the potential to save or transform, really change someone's life. Um, and if you feel like that's you, 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 can't, you can't deny your readers of the gift of access to what it is you know that can help them. Yeah, thank you for that example. I mean, that's, that's a fantastic example. I think it's, uh, you know, like the way that I've tended to think about it is books can become, um, when you get it out, it's incredibly freeing. I've, I've met people who have gotten their, their book out and it's just incredibly freeing. It's, it's, it's hard to even describe how it transforms the way they think about themselves and their business. Uh, I um, witness it every day. Like yeah. it's, it is, it's amazing. They are changed. At least the clients I work with, we don't pump them through a factory. We don't like answer a few questions and fill out a template and here's your book. Like, that's not our philosophy. So if you're, if you're thinking you just want to crank something out fast, like I'm probably not your gal. Um, I'd rather deep dive and have you really create the best possible book that you can for yourself, for your readers, for your business, for the impact you want to have in the world. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, that will change your life in, a, in amazing ways. And, right. you know. Love yeah. it. Love it. Uh, you know, we're also talking offline a little bit about this concept of resistance. And it's something that, um, to be honest, uh, uh, I kind of started to hear more and more in the coaching and transformation world. I, where I came from in the startup world, it wasn't something that I really heard so much. But I definitely hear it a lot from people as they're kind of trying to formulate how to grow their business. And, um, you know, like I, um, I have my own way of kind of thinking about it and how to push through that idea of resistance. But tell me how you sort of think about resistance. And uh, I know that um, when we were talking earlier, you're talking about um, uh, just some of the steps that you take people through as they're trying to get that book out. So what are your thoughts on that word and how it relates to writing your book and getting that done? Uh, well, I've never met an author who hasn't in some way, shape or form faced resistance. Yes. Um, and that resistance can show up in the writing process. 
Yes. That resistance can show up in the publishing process, like actually pushing that thing out, you know, what I call the book birth canal. Okay. Um, and it can also show up in the marketing process, the promoting process. So, you know, I really invite all of my authors to just like accept the fact that resistance is going to happen, mm-hmm. but that it isn't, it isn't the deepest truth. You know, I have this, this little process that I teach called trash or truth. And it's, you know, a journaling process. We have two different journals and one kind of is the voice of trash. You know, one is the voice of truth. And first you dump all that trash, you dump all that resistance and you get it out of your system. Because if you fight it internally or try to deny the fact that it's there, um, it, will, it will rear its head harder, faster, deeper, more relentlessly, um, because it doesn't want to be ignored. That resistance is there to actually serve you, but only if you like allow yourself to be like, okay, hey, resistance, you know, what are you here to teach me? Um, what am I meant to get from this? How am I meant to, you know, deepen or expand or grow or heal or, you know, move into action based on what you're here to teach me? So befriend the resistance um, not as a permanent companion that you've like tucked in your pocket that you carry forever, but don't push it away. Let it come in and be like, okay, learn from it yeah. and allow it to guide you, but don't let it stop you. Cause if you go through that resistance, you will find yourself then accessing that voice of truth, right? The voice of who you truly are at your core essence. Right. Right. That call it love, call it soul, call it um, spirit, call it life, call it truth, call it whatever you want to call it. But that spark inside of you that can't ever be dimmed, you know, maybe it gets hidden behind a cloud every now and then as you're dealing with fears or resistance or insecurities as you move through on this entrepreneurial journey. Um, But always just like the sun is always there behind the clouds like i'm looking out at a cloudy window today i think you are too duff but we both know the sun is there yeah that resist if the resistance is the clouds the sun is there and that sun is the truth of who you are um which is nothing short of absolutely divinely perfect and capable and able to do what it is you were designed to do and what you were designed to give and how you were designed to serve so um, yeah. I don't know that that's the kind of answer you're looking for, Duff. It's better than I, I was going to say. That's the best yeah. answer to that question I've ever had. So <laughs> ah, <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, resistance isn't something that you like tackle from a human perspective. Yeah. I just find that if you go high enough in the way you're thinking about things and looking at your journey and what you're up against. Um, and, I, you know, I can only say this because. You know, when I said I had those dark days with that book I wrote that was like right book, wrong time, and I felt it, but I did it anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, that landed me in bankruptcy court. I mean, I lost my home, sole provider for our family. My husband was a stay-at-home dad. Like, okay. I, comp- I, I tanked everything. Um, so, you know, talk about being a resist, you know, resistance. It's like I resisted listening to what I knew was right for me. Right. At that time, I trusted, you know, the very expensive mentor that I hired and did what he told me instead of trusting that real resistance I was feeling that was trying to show me, Christine, this isn't the, this isn't the right way. Let me teach you. I didn't listen to it then. And I suffered the consequences, which is why 
you know, now when some sort of resistance comes up, like I, I'm pretty able now to just quickly be like, okay, why are you showing up? What are you here for? You know, and kind of ascending to that place or descending into the deepest parts of myself that where I feel like I can access that truth because then I'm like, okay, this is what, this is the direction I need to be going. Um, so yeah, let the resistance teach you. And again, I'm not sharing this stuff from having never dealt with it in a pretty significant way. Yeah. Um, it still shows up, but I let it guide me. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad I asked the question. Uh, that was the great answer to it. And I think that um, what I like to ask my guests as well is, um, you know, if you think about your business overall and the journey you've gone on, what is your greatest insight? And I, I don't want to answer for you, but I, for me, just in talking to you, that one's a huge one because that's, that's above and beyond what you do. I mean, just the, the gift you've given people today about trusting your intuition uh, around the direction you need to go in the context of this idea of resistance is very powerful. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, it was pretty powerful to walk through it myself. So um, I love being able to just share and help and serve and um, in that capacity. But if there were anything that I were going to add to that, as far as, yeah. you know, those big, you know, takeaways, those big insights yeah, is, you know, you'll get there as long as you just don't quit. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause we hit as entrepreneurs, we're always going to hit these bumps. You know, it, it's not, we have not chosen the easiest path to follow for darn sure. Um, but we chose a path that has the potential and the, you know, real possibility of helping us really do and be and live and have and experience all the things that we desire. And as long as you don't quit, you can, you can get there. You know, even like when I was literally on my knees for hours a day as I was losing my home and, you know, shutting down my business and be, you know, deeply betrayed by a business partner for a side business that I really trusted. Like even like, you know, there were people who just would have given up right. when it got that hard. I instead spent hours a day begging for clarity about how this experience was going to help me help more people. Like I literally begged and bargained with the universe, God, call it what you will. Like, please show me. I know this is not for nothing. You wouldn't take me here if Wonderful. I wasn't meant to do something great on the other side of it. Wonderful. So show me. And man, when I was shown, I, I don't know that I slept uh, for a few days until I actually executed on what I was shown. So you know, when you get the insight, don't sit on your duff. Get off your duff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Get off your duff and do something. And, I, you know, I got my family back on track. I created a training called the Transformational Author Experience. I put it together in 90 days. Ended up training nearly 10,000 people. Literally, like, the first half of that whole training, I did not know where I was going to live because I did not know if I'd make enough sales to be able to get my family into a rental. As we were literally days away from... Um, having to leave our home. Wow. Um, and, you know, it worked. We did six figures in business, uh, made a mark for myself as the ex leading expert on the planet still to this day in this specific genre of transformational authorship. Yep. And everything changed. But, you know, I, I learned from the resistance. I begged for clarity and guidance. And when I got it, I got the heck off my duff and fast. 
That's wonderful. <laughs> um, that's a fantastic story. And thank you so much for that. Thanks for your authenticity and just telling that story and your truth. Um, I want to make sure. Yeah, thank you. I, I want to make sure to give people the right URL to get a little bit more information on how they can find out more about you, Christine, and your get your book done program. I know you've got a um, a gift available at a. I'm going to give the URL right now, which is transformationquadrant.com. Yes, transformationquadrant.com, and there is a free gift from Christine at that URL. Um, and you've got a podcast coming out called Get Your Book Done, I believe. That's the name of the podcast, correct? It's out. It's already out and going. We're getting great ratings and reviews, and awesome. people are loving it so far. So, yes, I do have a podcast as well. Love it. Love it. And you can see that on the, all the platforms. Yeah. And the, guess, what the, guess what the podcast is called? What? Get Your Book Done. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I resisted that for a decade. And I then uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, that just makes too much sense and it's too right? easy, you know. Maybe uh, I actually should do it instead of resist it. So, yeah, the, by the time, I, again, like I resisted, resisted, resisted. When I got the clarity that that's what I was supposed to do, the podcast was live within 60 days. Fantastic. Well, yeah, that goes to show you that you can even uh, experience a little bit of that even when you've got a ton of experience. So there you go. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, so yeah, okay. transformationquadrant.com um, is a great place to go. That's where you'll get my free book and workbook to create your own transformation quadrant for your book um, is how it was designed. But I've had people use this tool like for many aspects of their business in its entirety and specific programs or courses they're creating. So that's a great place to go. Um, and christinecloser.com as well. That It's enough information. If you go to programs and services, you'll get a link to go over to getyourbookdone.com, which is, you know, information on that course. So there's lots of resources. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Well, Christine, it's been fantastic talking to you. Thank you so much for your time today and your service. And uh, yeah, um, I think that uh, if you guys have a book in you, which I think most of us do, Christine is someone you definitely want to pay attention to and go and visit her site. And again, uh, go and get that gift at transformationquadrant.com. Christine, thank you so much for coming on Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast. My pleasure. Thank you, Duff. Oh my gosh, thanks. Uh, And to all my guests, remember when you go out into the world and you're making the impact that you want, to uh, remember to teach what you love and to live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, The Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth so that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight-step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.